1: Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3. That's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home... bruntinsurance.com 954-589-2204 Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome. Zazlo Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 8th of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always, by our title sponsor, everything Zaslow Show 2.0 is brought to us by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, best accident attorneys around. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, you're dealing with a personal injury, let Anna Jar and Levine take over your case. They're gonna treat you like family. They're gonna get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. No case is too big. No case is too small. The point is, need to make sure that you get the money that you deserve while you focus on your health. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Obviously, not the outcome that we wanted last night with the Heat. Not the way we were hoping to start the show today. And now both of our teams. Look, last night was the first of four straight championship games being hosted here in South Florida. We're all for 1. We're on to tonight where you have the Florida Panthers hosting their first, first time ever in FLA Live Arena, but the Florida Panthers hosting their first Stanley Cup Final in 27 years. That building is going to be rocking tonight. That's, that's what keeps me sane right now after last night's heat loss is, yeah, this is no time to get down The finals are super hard, and we still got to bring it tonight with the Panthers. So we're still right in the midst of an all-time great, all-time special week for the South Florida sports fam. You got to shake off last night and get ready for the Panthers tonight. That's what we're talking about. So that's what the majority of the show is going to be today. We're going to be reacting, of course, to last night's Game 3 loss where the Heat as quickly as As they took the home court advantage, they lost it right back. We're going to talk to the former radio voice of the Miami Heat. My man, Mike Inglis, going to join the show today. That's right. He's obviously dialed into the finals. He's now watching as a fan, obviously. So I haven't talked to Mike in a while. That's going to be awesome. So we'll get Mike Inglis on the show. He'll complain about the officials. He'll tell us Tony Brothers sucks. He is a disgrace. Don't ask me to explain it. You know, you guys are sending me tweets yesterday. I love when you tweet at me, at Zaslow Show. Or you could send me messages, at ZaslowJay on Instagram, where obviously I'm an influencer. I love when you send me the messages, Zazlo, What? what is, like, why is Tony Brothers on these games? I don't know. I can't tell you. He's the worst official in the league. And boy, I mean, he... He made his mark in that second quarter last night. Now, I'm not going to sit here and complain about the officiating. That is not even close to why the Heat lost. But the second quarter was a brutal officiating quarter against the Heat. And look, the Heat benefited from several big calls in Game 2. They really did. You had the goaltend. You had Jimmy Steppen out of bounds, three-pointer. Uh, like, the Heat benefited. They did. And, and I mean, it was close enough game. But man, like... When you got Tony Brothers doing a game, you know you're going to get some shit calls. And that second quarter last night was frustrating. Can't blame the officiating. That's stupid in a game like last night. I didn't like it, but and certainly not in the second quarter. Jokic is too good. That's the bottom line. I mean, that that's the takeaway, obviously, from last night. So, we're going to do a lot of heat today. We'll do a little bit of Panthers. And yesterday, yesterday was a wild and crazy day with all the Lionel Messi stuff. Like, it happened. Lionel Messi, Inter-Miami. Inter-mi- like, it is it is official. Lionel Messi is joining Inter-Miami. Now, I don't have the details. Like I said yesterday, it's still super sketch. Is he going to join the team this summer? I hope so. I already have these season tickets. You know they're going to jack up season ticket prices next year. So please debut this summer. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to make some of that money back. I'm definitely selling tickets. I'm going to go, but I'm definitely selling tickets. So details are sketch on what it means when he's going to join the club. But he is, he's joining into Miami. It's crazy. I mean, he's the greatest soccer player maybe ever. He's the biggest soccer star in the world. And, and here's the funny thing. I want to say this real quick, and then obviously we're gonna do a lot of heat. I want to say this real quick. It's not to really be like, see, when LeBron joined the heat, the immediate thoughts were, "Oh, it's amazing. We're gonna win championships. That's not my thought process with Messi joining into Miami. I haven't thought about that at all. I don't even think that I care about that right now. My whole thought is amazing. I get to watch Messi play on a nightly basis now. I get to watch all of his games. I get to watch him in person for the first time ever. You see, when LeBron joined the Heat, it was all about, yes, we're going to win championships. With Messi joining Inter Miami, yeah, for me, it's it's, it's about Messi. I want to watch him. Anyone else feel that way? Like, that's a major difference. So I I thought that was kind of cool. The way that I feel about Messi joining. I don't have any kind of championship aspiration or expectations. I just want to watch Messi play. And he's going to play for the team that I like. so The team that I support. So, such a difference, right? Than when LeBron joined the Heat. Because it was immediately... It wasn't, oh, I can't watch LeBron play. I, I can watch LeBron play. It's going to be amazing. No, it's about, nice, we're going to win championships. I'm glad he's joining the team because he's going to help us win championships. I haven't even considered that with Messi. I'm glad he's joining the team because I want to watch him play. It's funny the difference. Anyway, hey, I want to tell you guys, we got a lot going on here today. I'm, I'm super pumped about tonight. Let me tell you, if you're dealing with a water leak in your home, you gotta call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. I mean, you want to talk about Miami Heat fans who are down after last night? My boys, the Greensteins, Water Cleanup of Florida—they're super bummed. But hey, the only thing that's gonna make your day worse today is if you got a water clean cleanup. You got a water leak? Excuse me. And you don't do anything about it. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida is fully licensed, insured, certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all busy homeowners and business owners require. No need to bring in other contractors. They're going to handle the entire project from start to finish, serving the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, 24-7-365-954-900-8635. Or you can go to Water Cleanup of Florida's website, wcufl.com. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. So, let's get into it. Jimmy Butler talked after the game last night about... They were lacking energy. That's something that starts with him, and they need a fix, and it's very correctable. I wish that was what happened. Just like with the Denver Nuggets in Game 2, and talking about their lack of focus, their lack of effort, this is bullshit. Like, that's just something to say. The Heat weren't lacking effort. They weren't lacking energy. I mean... Was there a stretch there in the third quarter where the Nuggets are getting offensive rebound after offensive rebound? The Heat are a small team. The Nuggets are a big team. And we got crushed on the boards. That's not necessarily about effort. Like the whole lacking energy to me, that's just a thing to say. I don't believe at all that the Heat lacked energy. Like when the Heat were up 44 th- uh, 42 in the second quarter and Bam is dunking on Joe Kitch's head with that putback, that was 44 42. We're lacking energy. Like, no, I I don't buy that. To me, that's just a thing to say. Now, it's not like I'm not confident now that they can win tomorrow. I believe they can win tomorrow. I believe they're going to win tomorrow. But here's what bothered me the most about yesterday. I didn't like how Jimmy left the floor. I didn't like how he left the floor after the game. Meaning, he was walking with a limp... We know there's something going on with his ankle. Is Jimmy just out of gas? Is the ankle too much? Where Remember, we talked with Israel Gutierrez yesterday, and we talked about Jimmy's performance so far in the finals. And, you know, through the two games, he was averaging 17 points per game through the first two games. And he had a big game last night. What he have, 26, 28? And he was, he was really good. Was he amazing? No, he was really good. And that's normally going to be enough. Although, against this Nugget team, he may have to be amazing. But here's the thing that we talked about with Israel. Is Jimmy at the point in the season where he's not able to do it for 48 minutes? But he has the bursts. He has the energy. He can give it to you in small segments. And that's why he saved it for the fourth quarter of game two. Yesterday, you saw it in the first quarter. When Jokic was taking over the game right from the get-go, you had a very strong first quarter from Jimmy. Very strong finish. I would... I would tell you, I want Jimmy to have the ball every time down the floor. That's what Denver does with Jokic. Jokic has the ball every time. I want Jimmy to have the ball every time down the floor. I don't want Jimmy to be the fourth guy to touch the ball. Now, is that because he's running out of gas? So that's the part that worried me, the way that he left the floor. He was limping a little bit when he left the floor. That has me concerned the most going into tomorrow. Also, you know, Coach Spo emptied his bench with what? Two and a half, three minutes left. We're down by 16 timeout. And then we quickly cut it to nine, remember? Or 11. Cut it to 11 with like two minutes or a minute 45. And then he put Bam back in the game. He did not put Jimmy back in the game. That worries me. You know, was it? Hey, it's obviously still a long shot for us to win here, but maybe we get a bounce here. I'm going to put Bam back in. He didn't put Jimmy back in. And the Heat had a chance there. They cut it to nine. They got the turnover on the Jamal Murray inbounds there. And if Murray got called for a flagrant foul, I I was stunned they didn't review it. They review such bullshit this league. If they had reviewed it, you get the flagrant foul and the ball. That could have cut it to seven with the free throws. You then get a three-pointer. It's four with a minute left. Then you got something. I was stunned they didn't review it. I don't think it was like I I don't think it was a flagrant foul, but how do you not review it? NBA officiating is bullshit. It really sucks. But and then on that possession, it was nine. Bam missed a 16-footer, and that was the end. But the way Jimmy left the floor and Coach Spoke not putting Jimmy back in the the game late when he put Bam back in. That concerns me. That worries me. So, as far as the rest of the game goes, I I hope that I hope what we're watching right now. And again, I, I am still confident. I'm confident tomorrow. And 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 here's the thing. And I. I dropped the ball on this going into Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. And my man, Evan Cohen, SiriusXM Mad Dog Radio Morning Men, he was very strong in his thoughts here. You can't think this team is done after last night. If you think this team is done, you have not been paying attention. This team loves, this team thrives when they are uncomfortable. It's always difficult with this team. From losing the first play-in game to trailing with five minutes left in the second playoff game to needing all seven games to beat Boston, this team loves being uncomfortable. They love making things difficult. And now, guess what? They're in a difficult spot. Which also speaks to their character and their perseverance that they are very good bouncing back. But I thought the Heat had a real chance winning both these home games, and going up 3-1. But you know what would have had to have happened for them to go up 3-1? The Denver Nuggets had won, what, like, seven, nine in a row before the Game 2 loss? If if the Heat were going to go up 3-1, you would have had to have won three in a row on a Nuggets team that had this huge win streak before Game 2. Man, is that difficult. It's almost like the Heat would have benefited from winning Game 1 instead of Game 2, and then you can go up 31 by winning just two home games instead of having to win three in a row. I mean I, I does that kind of stuff matter? I think about that kind of stuff. Winning three in a row against this Denver team was always gonna be so hard. But here's the thing. Before the series started, hey, random dude, the Heat are gonna be down two games to one. And remember I told you this. Can the Heat I love starting series on the road because the way that I look at it is, and it doesn't matter which game it is, the way that I look at it is if you're starting the series on the road. Can you? Do you believe that the Miami Heat can win one of the first three games? Do you believe they could do that? And if you believe, it doesn't matter which one, but if you believe they can win one of the first three games, then you have game four at home needing a win to even the series. Do you believe the Heat can win a home game to even the series? And the answer is obviously yes. So, yeah, I'm confident going into tomorrow. I think the Heat win tomorrow. Now, they've lost three in a row at home. And when you never have home court advantage, losing three in a row at home, yeah, that's, that you can't win series like that. You can't. Now, luckily, his Heat team can win on the road. They already won, won one game in Denver. They've never won multiple games on the road in the finals. They've nev- the franchise has never done that. It's so hard. They did win multiple games. They, they won three. Right? Three in Boston? Yeah, they won three. They won games 1-2 and... No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 1-2 and 7, of course. What am I thinking? Excuse me. Yeah, so they won three in Boston. They already won one in Denver. They've never won multiple finals road games. <clears throat> They're going to have to now. That's the only way you can win this series. They have to now win another road game. They have to accomplish something they've never done before. They could have kept the home court advantage, had an opportunity to go up 3-1 at home. Now they're going to go the difficult route. That's That's been this team's M.O. the entire season. They are only good when they're up against it. They love being uncomfortable. So, here we are. But if you think this team is done, you have not been paying attention. It's as simple as that. I saw that. And oh, Well, I was going to say, I hope this is not... I hope this doesn't end up like San Antonio in 2014. Because it has a little bit of that feel to it now, right? Where the Heat got Game 2 in San Antonio to even the series at a game apiece, you felt great. Then you came home, and the Heat got smashed in Games 3 and 4. The Spurs shot like 65% both those games. And then got smashed in Game 5. Lost the series. This series now has a little bit of that feel to it. Find out tomorrow. I'm confident going tomorrow. I got my fingers crossed. I'm hoping to go to the game tomorrow night. We'll see. I've never not been to a Heat Finals game when they've been in the Finals. Obviously a bubble. We're not counting that. But the six other times, including this, I've never not been to a Finals game. In 2006... I was still a season ticket holder, so I went to all three of those games. 2011, I went to every game. Went to all six games, including the three in Dallas. 2012, obviously all three home games. 2013, all four home games. 2014, both home games. And now this year we got 23. I'm hoping to go tomorrow night. We'll see. We'll see. But if you think this team is done, you're not paying attention. I did see the headline on, on ESPN First Take this morning. Which role players need to step up? All of them need to step up for the Heat. This team is the sum of their parts. They don't have, you know, they don't have Jokic and Murray, or, or both going to have 30-point triple-doubles. I mean, Jimmy can do that. But man, like, those guys did it, it looked like, with ease last night. The Heat win games the way they did Game 2, where you're getting it from Everybody. You're getting Duncan Robinson in the fourth quarter. You're getting Max Struess in the first quarter. You're getting Gabe Vincent throughout. You're getting Caleb Martin hit a big three in the fourth quarter. It's got to be everyone. So which role player needs to step up? All of them do. This Denver team is better than the Heat. The only way, that doesn't mean the Heat can't beat them. The only way the Heat can win, they need all of their guys to be really good at the same time four times. They've only had it once. Three games, have had it once. Tomorrow night, they need to have it twice in four games. That's where we're at. But, man, like, Jokic, though, he he's so unfit. He's, he's unstoppable. Just, and, and it wasn't, I know there could be a concern where you look at Denver's three-point shooting last night, and, man, they stunk from three, and we still got our shit kicked in. Because Jokic is bludgeoning us with twos in the paint. And it's ugly. And it's really frustrating to watch. I know people are complaining about his flopping or whatever. I, I I don't know. That's not really what I saw last night. I mean, the play with Gabe Vincent where he tried to get the steal at center court when Tony Brothers was letting everybody know that he's in the game. That was bullshit. You know, Jokic where he falls because Martin had a forearm on his back. That's bullshit. But, like, I, it's not like watching Embiid. And speaking of which... So, I, I'm at the point out, you're so stupid if you voted Embiid for MVP. Before, I was like, eh, it's fine, whatever. You know, the best player doesn't get it. And now at this point, it's stupid. It, like, it, it's stupid if you voted Joel, Embi- Joel Embiid. I play the 76ers. I'm not afraid of Joel Embiid. I'm afraid of Jokic now. And I think a lot of Heat fans are seeing that now for the first time because Denver's Western Conference, they're not a flashy team. They're like, holy shit, this Jokic is so good. I'm now afraid of Jokic. I'm not afraid of Embiid. That, by the way, is the barometer. Everyone's got their own rules. That, by the way, is the barometer that I use when I'm talking about LeBron or Michael Jordan as the greatest ever. When I was young and my team, the Heat, are playing against Michael Jordan, I was always scared of Michael Jordan. I'm, I'm not scared of LeBron. I, I've never been now. Maybe that's because maybe that's because prime LeBron was on was with us. But when LeBron was with Cleveland, when he's with LA, I've never been afraid of LeBron. I was always afraid of Michael Jordan. I'm not afraid of Joel Embiid. I am now afraid of Nikola Djokic. He is unstoppable. And to me, the, the the biggest moments in the game yesterday, there were there was two moments. Number one he the heat caught 44-42 on the bam slam, the putback slam over Jokic, right? Nuggets finish on 11-4 run. My man my man Will from North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Now I'll get to that in a second. Great new sponsor on Zaslow Show 2.0. My man Will from North Fort Lauderdale Super sends me a message last night. What do you think? You know it's halftime. What do you think? Like I'm nervous. I mean, we're down by 5, we're down by 8 at halftime. Now down by 8 going into the fourth quarter down by, I think, 5 at halftime, or 7 at halftime, whatever it was. I was nervous last night. I did not like the way that second quarter ended. And most notably, the the biggest sequence of the game for me, crowd is super into it, the heater flying around the court, Caleb Martin with a great layup at the basket. We're up 37-33 now. This, to me, was the the biggest sequence of the game. We're up 37-33 now. And with the shot clock winding down, we got momentum. And with the shot clock winding down, Jamal Murray hits a crazy off-balance three. That I, I know it, it seems inconsequential. That moment, that shot right there, I thought was a backbreaker. Because we're about to get the ball back, we're on a run, we're up by four. Maybe we get a three. Now we're up by seven. Timeout, Michael Malone. You don't know what to do. Instead, crazy Jamal Murray three silences the crowd, stops the momentum. A basket in the second quarter last night, I thought was enormous. Because we are finally getting it going, and then you had Tony Brothers make his presence felt. I, I, I thought that was a huge, huge sequence there against Miami. And there's and there was nothing you could do about it. I mean, and here's the thing, like, I don't even look at it where, oh, Denver played so well. No, Jokic and Murray, they played like champions last night. Jokic and Murray, the the Nuggets, they didn't have to get that game. Like, for the Heat, if the Heat were going to take control of this series, they had to win both games three and four. For the Nuggets to take control of this series, they only had to get one. The Nuggets need a split. Now the Nuggets can get greedy. And Denver went into that game last night, and their best two players, not the whole team, their best two players took that game last night. And now for the Heat going into Game 4. The Heat have to have this game. Denver does not have to have the game tomorrow. The Heat have to have this game. The Heat's two best players, Butler and Adebayo, have to be spectacular. It's finals. Best two players have to be spectacular. But it's like going into the game, and I talked about this yesterday, We were going to find out about Denver's character. We're going to find out about this Nuggets team. They have not been in this situation yet. And we found out. They passed a major test. Jokic and Murray passed a major test. And like I said, it wasn't even the whole team that did it. It was their two best players who owned the game from start all the way to finish. That was a championship performance from those two guys. Like, no doubt about it. And as a Heat fan, Jokic is extremely frustrating to watch. Not, not in the Embiid fashion where it's the falling on the ground and it's the flopping and the flailing. I think it's Jokic deserves pretty much everything he gets. He's just, he's, he's impossible. And it's like he was, he was bludgeoning us to death with, with, with like a fork. Just two-pointer after two-pointer after two-pointer after two-pointer. And there was nothing we could do about it. You know what you can do? If you're moving into a new home, or if you don't love what you're paying right now in insurance payments, you shouldn't be paying more than you have to. We shouldn't be paying more than we have to for anything, really. But something so important as homeowner's insurance. Shouldn't you be getting affordable insurance? Shouldn't you make sure that you're covered with how much money we have to pay for homeowner's insurance? Shouldn't you make sure that you're covered in every facet? Well, I know that I am, because I go to Brunt Insurance. That's right. Bruntinsurance.com, 954 589 2204. I wouldn't be able to know, I, like, I, I wouldn't know what kind of homeowners insurance I need if I didn't call my man Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance. 954 589 2204. I can't just call up any random insurance agency and say, Hey, uh, I, I know what I need. Give me this insurance. Give me that. No, I need to get someone who's going to sit down with me. I could tell them exactly what I need. They could tell me what I really need. And then I'm also getting it at the best price anywhere. Fully licensed staff. And Brent Insurance absolutely knows whatever area you're calling from, because they're covering you from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, number one insurance agency in the entire state of Florida. That's why I've been with Greg Brunt and Brent Insurance. They've been having my home covered for almost 10 years now. And not just homeowners insurance, automobile, motorcycle, boat. If you don't own your home, if you rent, if you're in a condo. I'm sending it to the only insurance agency you're ever going to use again. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So, we're going to get to Mike Inglis soon. Mike Inglis, former radio voice of the Miami Heat. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to him. We'll get his thoughts. He watches as a fan now, just like us. That's right. So, the Panthers tonight. I don't feel like we're going to find... Like, We're going to find out about the Denver Nuggets, right? Going into Game 3. And they passed a major test. They look like a champion. I don't feel like we're going to find out about the Panthers tonight. I feel like we know what this team is about. We've seen the way they responded down 3-1 to Boston. Needing to win two more road games. We saw the way they didn't play with their food with Carolina. Swept that ass. And essentially the same thing with Toronto. Won all three games... In Toronto. We're not going to find out about this Panther team. We know about this Panther team. If they if they don't win tonight, it's not going to be because of effort. It's not going to be because of lack of character. Lack of energy. And I do believe being back on home ice is going to be a major difference maker for the Panthers tonight. It's a phenomenal home crowd.
2: Even if you monitor your credit, only a little
3: personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password for you to become a victim. LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com slash aware.
1: I think you're getting a great effort from the Panthers tonight. I really do. When the Panthers were up against it, game six in the first round against Boston, needing to force the game seven. Remember, they won that game seven to five. They were tremendous. Probably the most fun game of the postseason, right? They were amazing. So I think we're getting a major effort from the Panthers tonight. If they don't win tonight, it's going to be because Vegas was better. But the same way that I'm hoping that this is starting to feel a little bit for the Heat, like 2014 against San Antonio, I'm hoping because this this feels a little bit like 96 for the Panthers. Where the Panthers make the amazing run, the amazing unexpected run to the Stanley Cup Final, and the first two games are very similar to what happened in 96. What does one have to do with the other? Nothing. But I'm just telling you, it feels similar where in Game 1, the Panthers lost a close game in Colorado. Same thing here in Vegas. In game two, the Panthers got their shit kicked in. In Colorado, 8-1. Game two this time around, 7-2. And now we're coming home. All right. It, it, I just i I'm hoping it's not like 96, because it's mirroring that a little bit right now through two games. But in goal. That was never in doubt. It looks like Radko Gudis is going to play tonight. They missed him terribly when he went out in the first period last year. They go still 1-0 when he went out. And I understand he's, I mean, if you're talking about in order of defensemen here, you know, it's Montour, Forsling, Ekblad, and then maybe Good is fourth or fifth. It's Mahura ahead of him. So, like, Gudis is either your fourth or fifth best defenseman. But whenever he's out there, he's a big hitter. He leads most season in hits. He's one of the leaders in the regular season and hits. He's a difference maker out there. You got to know where he is or put you on your ass. So him being back out there tonight, I think, is a big thing. But you need the big guns to play like it tonight. That first and second line for Hagee, Barkov, Duclair, Cousins, Bennett, Kachuk, they need to make it, they need to be felt tonight. They need to make their presence felt tonight. The big guns need to get it done tonight. Marcia So has been doing it for Vegas. Aiden Hill and Nets been doing it for Vegas. Obviously, we need the major goaltending, but this Vegas team's got firepower. You can't expect a shutout. You can't expect Bobrovsky only to give up one goal. You need some monster saves throughout the game tonight, and you need your big guys to be big. Kachuk has one goal this series. Barkov doesn't have any. Verhage doesn't have any. Reinhardt doesn't have any. Bennett doesn't have any. I mean, the first two goals in, the, in Game 1, it was Stahl and Duclair. In Game 2, Kachuk and... Who had the first goal for us? I forget who it was who had the first goal for us the other night. But you understand what I'm saying. The big guys need to play huge tonight. Crowds going to be great. I'm going to Game 4. I'm going Saturday nights. Oh, man, if we could be within 2-1. Look, Billings going to be on fire tonight. It'll be on fire Saturday either way. But can we get to Saturday with a chance to tie this series? Alright, so here, I got some details for you. You know I'm going with my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He's taking me with him on Saturday night. We're going to Game 4, but we want all you guys to hang out with us. Courtesy of Sheets and Giggles. If you're going to the game, or if you just live close by and you want to hang out, Quarter Deck, right by FLA Live Arena. Quarter Deck starting at 4 p.m. Game's at 8. Quarter Deck starting at 4 p.m. My man Colin... There's going to be a bar tab for you guys. We're going to drink. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk Panthers. We're going to have a great time. If you're not going to the game, you stay there or you do whatever you want. If you're going to the game, we'll all then go together right afterward. It'll be real easy to get there. So 4 p.m., quarter deck, drinks, bar tab, my man Colin, sheets and giggles. This is on them, all right? So come on out Saturday, 4 p.m., quarter deck, And then we're going to the game on Saturday night. If you're not going to the game, you stay at quarterdeck or you go wherever you're going to go. Don't forget, of course, SheetsGiggles.com. You're never going to shop anywhere else for sheets. Over 100,000 Americans are sleeping on sheets and giggles. Naturally softer, cooler, more breathable sheets. The Zaslow family, we're four of over 100,000 Americans who are using sheets and giggles and are never going to go back to what we were using before. I, I sleep better even after a loss like last night, I sleep better because of Colin and Sheets and Giggles. SheetsGiggles.com. Okay, so obviously the majority of the show today were reacting to last night. Let's uh, let's, let's go out to the Johnny Cuba guest line here. Of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul. A refreshing German lager in a can. I don't. I mean, you would have had to have a a, a bunch of Johnny's last night to get through that second half. Very, very rough. <laughs> hey, that's right. Very, very rough. You can pick up a six pack of Johnny, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Win Dixie, Fresco, E. Moss. Always drink responsibly, and of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra: Stay to Don Quilo. Joining us here, I think everyone recognizes the laugh—a very recognizable laugh—the former longtime radio voice of the Miami Heat. Mike Inglis here with us. Hello Mike, good morning. How are you? Good to see you.
3: Yes, hey, it's always great talking with you. I miss you, buddy. I really miss
1: you. I miss you too. Thank you. I I figured, you know what? Like like I see I see Mike sending out some some tweets, you know. He's 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 involved in these finals. Let's get Mike on. Let's see what he's got to say. Is it weird you know, you're look, obviously you don't have to be as dialed into the team as you were before. All right. So you can watch it sparingly if you want, but I know you're dialed into the finals. So is it weird from the perspective of you, you broadcast, you called 06, 11 to 14, even 2020. You weren't in the bubble, but you called the bubble finals. So this is the first ever heat NBA finals that you are not on the call. So has this been weird for you?
3: Oh, oh! Very, very, very weird. There's no doubt. I mean, I miss it. I, I miss you guys. I miss the team. Uh, you know, uh, but uh, COVID had an awful lot to do with that, with, with having to broadcast games and you know in the arena off a television monitor for a few years, and that 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 sort of started the the, the whole ball rolling with me. Deciding, you know, I've been doing this a long time, but it, it's it's fun to see this team, and once again, it's what you know, Pat and uh, all the guys have put together uh, a, a team with all these non-drafted players playing out of their minds for the most part, and they're in the finals. And uh, so, you know, we're cheering on, uh, cheering the team on as much as possible. But, yeah, it's it's a little weird for me watching the Heat in the finals and I'm not there screaming at the officials. <laughs> do you do – you
1: well, I think you'd have been screaming in the second quarter last night. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll get to that. Do you, in your head – when you're watching the games, are you doing play-by-play?
3: Uh, a, a little bit, uh, but then I'm, I'm usually commenting more about this guy did this and this guy should have done that. And, you know, I'm sort of the play-by-play coach, <laughs> you know, because I can see what's going through Spo's mind going, oh, I'm, I'm like, oh, come on, really? I mean, geez, guys, but it uh, it's, it's good to be – sort of away from it all yeah. so I can sleep at night yeah
1: <laughs> right. yeah how about you get to you get to finish the game and you get to uh, uh you know walk a few feet go into the bedroom instead of pick up your stuff and get on an airplane
3: yeah exactly exactly I mean I miss traveling with the guys you know you know Jose Pineda who does the Spanish and Eric Reed, and all those guys and junk and and of course uh, I miss Ruth who was my uh, color analyst the last couple of years and Uh, you you miss that camaraderie and and yourself and the crew uh, but uh, you know what life goes on and uh, you got you got to keep it going but i am interested certainly in in the heat and uh, I, i wish them nothing nothing but the best and i still think it's a phenomenal story uh where this team has gotten to right now uh with the talent that they happen to have
1: what do you miss the most and what do you miss the least
3: uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I think what I miss the most is I, I love the action of the game, going back and forth and doing the, doing the play-by-play. I miss the people. Uh, you know, the heat have got you – know, I, I know I get this even where I'm living now. They ask me about this heat culture, and I said, I said hey, listen, it, it's a real thing, man. I'm, I'm going to tell you. You know, I was there 24 years. It's a real thing. And it's, it's, it's basically the way to go about your business. It's, it's a business that you're into. Okay. And it, 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 and that's the, what that's what you do. And it's all about, this is your job, do your job properly and the rewards will come your way. And uh, it's not like that in every organization. You know, there's guys have got certain things you want to do here, certain things you want to do. No, there's one way to do it. And it's the way the heat want you to do it. And if you don't want to be a part of it, I'm sure the team would be quite happy to say sayonara. will we'll, 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 See you later. What I don't miss is getting into a hotel at 3 or 4 in the morning yeah. and trying to get some sleep, you know, because uh, my sleep pattern still even now isn't normal like every other hum- human being for all the years, uh, you know, since uh, since I was my late teens to, to broadcasting and traveling.
1: That was always something that I marveled at when I would be walking out of the arena, you know, after a home game. And, and I would get done, obviously, a little bit after you would get done. But I'm I'm walking out the arena and saying to myself, like, and I'm tired, and it's the weeknights, and I and I'm saying to myself, I can't believe Mike has to now get on an airplane. That seems awful. Like I I I never, and I'm not saying that traveling is awful. Although I'm sure the traveling every other day that could be tough, but. I to me, the now I got to go get on a plane. I just want to go to bed. Like, I never understood how you're to
3: that. <laughs> well, you know what? It, it I kid you not, you, you get used to it because you're doing it so often. Uh, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you an example about, about being like being away from family, for example. This is a quite a few years ago. My wife and I figured out she had been with our daughter. This is a while ago. At least seven years longer than I have.
1: Wow. <laughs> because of how many because of
3: how many days yeah. I was away. Now it's much more than that now because that's a long time ago we figured that out. Yeah. You know, whether whether I was doing the NFL or flying around doing hockey or doing basketball or what have you. Uh and you you give up an awful lot to do this job. So you've got to have a real good uh, foundation around you. And I'm very fortunate uh, with my wife. She's looked after so much. And now she has to put up with me 365 days a year. I don't know if she's really into that or not yet. <laughs> Do you,
1: uh, now you, you obviously were still broadcasting games. Jimmy's first two years with the team, mm-hmm. Jimmy's last two years, you, you, you've been able to watch from afar. Just give me some thoughts on what we've seen out of him. This postseason. season, uh, just, I mean you want to talk about heat culture and it's a real thing like I-, I think he's as as much of a heat culture guy as there's ever been.
3: yeah, it's and it's all about I get the feeling it's all about the team for him and uh, obviously when he's got to turn it up, he turns it up. Does it work all the time? No, it doesn't for everybody. Uh, you know you can't be you can't be getting 40 points every night. Uh, and you know, I, I think he does a great job of getting his teammates involved uh, with what's going on uh, in, in the in the game. But uh, he's he's a special special ball player, and uh, I can see uh, why he, he he's doing what he's doing because he is so so into it. Not every player is that. Even in the finals, you can see there's some guys that are just like. You know, I don't want to say lollygagging around, but they don't realize the importance of this because this is what you work for, and you would you assume they would realize? Hey, this doesn't come around every year, right? You know, if you you might get one shot. I mean, you look at some of the greats who have never won a championship. I mean, some of the best ball players ever uh, have never won a championship. You got to take advantage of it. So I'm all interested when I'm hearing uh, Coach Malone and Coach Spoh talk about you know, Hey, how important this is and exactly what you have to do and grasp it, take hold of it. Because again, you might never be back in this situation again, but I, I think Jimmy is definitely a big part of a heat culture. And I think it, it, it goes across to the other players.
1: You know, uh, last night, last night was frustrating. You, you mentioned, you know, you miss screaming at the officials. I think I'm, I'm, I'm not blaming the officials today, but I was frustrated with that second quarter last night mm-hmm. specific, you know, when the game was tight, matter of fact, the heat were ahead for most of the second quarter. And specifically it was three straight fouls on Gabe Vincent, where I don't think any of them are fouls. Uh, you know, Tony brothers really, really making his presence felt in the NBA finals. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a whole nother story. Uh, I was, I was pretty frustrated last night in the second yeah. quarter. H- how did you feel going into halftime last night? Cause we were down by five. The Nuggets finished the half with an eleven four run. I was pretty nervous going into halftime. I I, I didn't like the way that quarter ended.
3: Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't like the way that the second quarter was. That, I mean, hey, you, you can't blame it on the officials. Uh, it it is it is what it is. Uh, was I happy with the calls? No. Uh, but uh, you know, especially this flopping garbage that's going on now. and i'm I'm, I'm glad to see that the league is probably going to do try to do something about it. But it, I didn't get a good good gut feeling going into that next half because it seemed like they really spent so much energy in that first quarter, even in the second quarter, trying to keep up, but it get kept getting taken away from them. It kept getting taken away from them all the time. And I don't care who you are uh, in what sport, but when that happens, that takes a little bit of the heart out of you with what you're doing because a frustration sets in. And I'm glad you brought up the Vincent situation. I mean, he got run over. I mean, literally run over, and he gets called for the foul.
1: And then, and then where he made the steal at half court, and they said that he had pinned down Jokic. Jokic's 100 pounds bigger. Give me a break.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, he had his hand on his hip. That didn't, that didn't, didn't even do anything, you know. Your kitchen, he's just, and then of course he's everyone's now diving and hitting on the deck. And hey, you know the heater, heater the same way. Everyone's the same way right now. So that's one thing that the league, as I get off topic maybe a little bit here, the, the league has got to uh, uh, come do something about because these diving. I mean, I. I How many times did you hear me say he's like Greg Louganis? A lot of people have no idea who he is, but he was a phenomenal diving champion, uh, Olympic diving champion for the United States. And so I always brought his name up when I see these guys doing the Greg Louganis stuff.
1: Well, you know, I'll tell you, I've talked about this before, and I think that the Rules Committee has brought this up recently. The way to fix it, the official hands out a technical foul when he thinks they have embellishment penalties in the National Hockey League. That's yeah. why guys don't dive, okay? If the official thinks you flopped, and yes, it's if he thinks you flopped. If the official thinks you flopped, it's a technical foul. Mike, that's how we get rid of the flopping immediately.
3: Yeah, that, and you know what? With You can go to instant replay. You can do that. I know what people want this game. You know, I think nowadays it looks like they want the game in one hour. It's just like come to the arena, one hour, and then we go home, and then we can order fast food. I don't know, you know, it, but it doesn't seem anyone's got any patience. But I think in a, in a situation like this, in particular, and finals and all that, uh, I, I see no reason why you can't look at the replay. Uh, they've got all the equipment in the world, all the technology, and it shouldn't take five minutes. It should take, you know, let's see the videotape. Bang! Okay, three guys, three people there. Okay, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, flop. You no, yeah, flop. Okay. Two out of three is just it's flop. Crazy it's crazy how
1: long they take. Mike, I look at a replay one time. I know what happened. Let's keep it I'm, I'm the same
3: way. I mean, just, what what
1: are you guys looking at all the time? I'm thinking, you know, my gosh.
3: Anyway, whatever. I'll, I'll
1: tell you, um Nikola Jokic, every every time the Heat had a basket last night where it seemed like, okay, now we gotta stop. Maybe now we can get going. Every time the heat hit what you thought could have been a big basket, Jokic had a basket on the like he, and it wasn't even like the whole. It wasn't even like the whole Nuggets team played great. Jokic and Murray looked like champions last night.
3: Oh, well, you know, I, I, I. I, I go, Jokic, I think, without a doubt, is the best ball player on the planet. Isn't it and crazy? And, if you voted for how did Embi- Joel, oh, it's yes, crazy. I, I was going to say, who the hell voted for Joel? It's crazy. With this guy. This guy does everything. He defends. He scores. He passes. I mean, he just plays the game so, I mean, when he gets the ball in his hands and he goes, he says, well, you may as well start running down the other end because, Nine times out of ten, that thing's going in. He is so smooth, and he also looks like he's really enjoying himself. That's what he's got. There's nothing else but basketball. He's thinking about when he's on the floor, having a good time. And uh, he and his partner there, boy. It, and I don't know what the answer is to so stop I mean, I, I unless you double team him all the time, but There's then no you're answer. leaving. Yeah, yeah, you're leaving. Uh, you know, the you're leaving the middle open. The guys hitting from outside. Denver is a hell of a ball team. A hell of a ball team.
1: Yeah, there's there's no answer. It's you don't want to double. He's he'll kill you finding the oh, yeah. open man. It really boils down to yeah. You got to defend him. You, you make him feel you and and hope that he misses a few in the paint and and then you, yeah. you score on the other end. Like there's only so much you could do. And last night was one of those nights where it's like that, Like he wasn't making open shots. Everything is the defender on top of him, and that ball—I don't know if it's got stickum on it—it it always rolls in. It <laughs> well, always rolls in.
3: I—I—I I, I can't tell you how many times I was watching the game last night. Said said to my wife, she said, "I said, man, that guy's got such a soft touch." And then, of course, the announcers go right away. They go, "Man, he's got a soft touch." So I said, "You know, he backs guys down." Look at hey, Bam's not a Bam's not a feather here. Bam's a big guy. You know, and he's getting help. Jokic, it doesn't matter. He is yeah. so, and he doesn't even leave his feet. Yeah, it's it's just like the hook shots up and the step back. He he is the best ball player on the planet. No I, doubt, no doubt about
1: it. I'm still confident tomorrow night. I'm I'm hoping to go yeah. to game tomorrow night. We'll see. I'm still I'm still confident tomorrow night because here's one of the things with this year's Heat team. They 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 play well when they're up against it. They Mm -hmm. play better when they're uncomfortable, you know, and now we're in a spot very similar to the Boston series. Like, why the hell did we need to wait till game seven to end that series? Uh, They like it when things are difficult, it seems. And so I'm still confident tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, they've got some great resiliency. I mean, I'll tell you what I think would help them is getting more production off the bench because right now there are two – too many minutes of nothing happening offensively for them. They might be good at the defensive end, but maybe Caleb did start doing something. Uh, Duncan did start doing something. Well, look, they've the got two to get games, some the, decent. The two,
1: the two games the Heat have lost this series, they haven't gotten the secondary scoring. You know, the exactly. whole big thing was made in game one. Struis and Martin were one of 17. Well, last night, Struis and Vincent, three of 17. You know, like if they're not going to get the secondary scoring, Because this Heat team, they don't have the superstars the way Murray and Jokic can have 30-point triple-doubles. It really is the sum of their parts.
3: Yeah, you're right. And if they're not hitting, I'm telling you, they're in trouble if they're not hitting. If that bench isn't giving them something, and even the starters, I mean, how many times can you just have Bam and Jimmy doing it? Vincent, I mean, he's playing out of his mind. Mm -hmm. But you got to get production. That's been the key to the team all season, you got to get production. I mean, there's a reason they were the lowest scoring team in the NBA yeah. uh, during the regular season. There's a reason for that. And when that raises its ugly head, you're in trouble. So they've got to get production from those other players right now on a consistent basis because time starts to run out very, very quickly. You don't want to be going back to Denver down 3-1 that, that, because it's over if that happens.
1: What do you do going into tomorrow about Tyler Hero? You know, there's been talk that that he could have returned earlier in the series, but apparently his hand was flaming up a little bit. If he's ready for tomorrow, look, we just scored 94 points last night. We could use a little bit of help offensively. I think for the most part, we need more help defensively. He's not going to help you in that regard. Uh, what What do you? Do? It's so hard to just say, "Hey, I know you haven't played in seven weeks. Go out there and help us in the NBA Finals." Like, yeah, what do and, you do?
3: <laughs> I, I think you probably give him some minutes and see how he, how he reacts. I mean, they're not going to put him out there if he's going to hurt himself again. He just don't do that stuff. But, it, but I, I think you get him out there. Let's see if he brings a bit of a charge to the team. Hey, maybe he'll hit a couple of three balls or something or some good passing, and you know. Uh, but I think you have to have a look. And I, when you do it, for coach Spo and the coaching staff that's that's a that's the big question i mean do you do it, do you do it if denver is all of a sudden on a run and you need to change something or do you get him out there with jimmy you know with the, the the rest of the crew and the starters with bam and uh, vincent and see what he can do but uh, that's a that's a tough one that, but i'll tell you right now they need a they need a shot of offense and in particular off that damn bench
1: they need a guy who could create a little bit yeah. Who can, who can take yep. and make junk shots? He can do that. The only other guy really on the team that can do that is Jimmy. Uh I, I would, you know, I would give I've been saying, Mike, I would give him the Mike Miller treatment where Mike was coming off the bench in 2012. If you can give us a few minutes and you knock down a shot or two, okay, we'll keep you out there. If you look ineffective, We'll talk another day. You know, I would, yeah. that's how I would play yeah. with Tyler. I, I, th- I think
3: that's, I think you're probably right w- with that, you know, because he can do so many different things uh, offensively for sure. Defensively, you know, with Miami, it's usually a collective effort anyway, especially doing the zone and what, what have you. They do. They're the best in the league uh, doing the zone. But uh, I think at this point now, you've, you've, you've got to try something. Uh, I know we're only three games in, but uh, boy, uh, to Denver's just uh, there's a reason they that you know it was, they joking. are where they are. It's joking. yeah, it's, it's, I mean, he is. He, you cannot give that guy enough money, <laughs> he's, in, he's, <laughs> Im, he's
1: impossible. He's impossible, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, what, uh, what I know you're out there, you're you're enjoying retirement, you're playing a lot of golf. Are we watching movies? Are you keeping up with the movies, TV shows? What do you do in the past time?
3: Uh, well, when the weather's good here where I'm living, uh, it, it's definitely golf. Uh, I, I'm, I'm. I watch TV. I'm a TV buff, uh, you know, and uh, uh, just watching different shows and stuff like that, you know, trying to keep myself busy. Are you watching
1: something on Netflix? Have you finished Netflix?
3: No, no, I have not finished it. But uh, I'm sort of stuck into these police shows that are on 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 the networks, which I really get a kick out of, you know, whether it's ncis this or whatever you know, you're know. you watching everything like on.
1: C- you're watching cbs is what you're telling me
3: okay i guess that's i guess that's the i couldn't even tell you the network that it's on I, you're I just, watching america's
1: I, most watched network you're the one yeah
3: i, I got i got direct tv my daughter s- hooked up this whole streaming thing for me uh, i cut the cable cords i'm sorry cable companies but i, I had to that's because my daughter and uh, and uh, we're also looking after my uh granddaughter. So uh, a a couple of days a week.
1: Mike, let me ask you this because this is I brought this up on my show yesterday and I talked very briefly about it. It's not my thing. I I, I don't have all the information. I don't know everything. You're a big golf guy. Is is this a disaster with the PGA taking the blood money? Uh, Is the media making too big a deal out of this? Are you very upset about what's going on? Well,
3: to put it this way, I was on the golf course yesterday and uh, that subject came up all the time, and and I, and I I literally said if I could not watch golf again, I would not watch it again. But I wow. I love it so I, I love it so much. You're very I mean, upset. Think yeah. Think think about a guy like uh, like uh, uh, oh I'm trying, I lost his name. Uh, the Irish kid, the Irish golfer. McElroy? Uh, Yes, think about McElroy, who put his soul out there saying yeah. you got to be in the PGA, and he's just been thrown right under the bus I mean right under the bus and how can you tell me again I'm old school so how can you tell me playing only three rounds in your shorts with a team and if you lose you still got millions in the bank how is that like how is that like good for the sport I, I, I you know I, I I don't I don't get it uh, again, like I said, I'm old school. Four rounds. You want them you know, playing the for
1: the for the purse? It yes, the exactly. Yeah.
3: Well, there's a hey. Do you, do you think those guys that are on live are practicing as hard as they used to? Right. When they they're on to. the PJ? they right. don't have to. Right. Hey, I, you know, like look at Phil Mickelson. He's, he's got all those millions in the bank. So so if he loses, huh, I'm just going to go home anyway. So it's everything's cool. And this but, uh, uh,
1: and the commissioner, this Jay Monahan, he's not going to survive oh, this. Oh, I
3: don't think so either. I, I don't think. I think you hit hit it. Kneel on the head saying the blood money. You know, there's a lot of people pretty upset. But if you're a golfaholic like me, you're still like, for example, I'll I'll be watching the Canadian Open today. Uh, you know they're, they're up in Toronto, where you know, I covered the Canadian Open a bunch of times when I lived up there, and uh, it's, it's it's a big deal, and I'll watch that because of that interest. But in all honesty, I'm watching them all. I'm watching the the European League. I'm watching the ladies play. Uh, I watch the PGA. And uh, but you're not
1: happy about it. You're not happy.
3: I am not happy whatsoever, particularly what it has done to so many players that put their name and, and and job on the line saying, no, PGA, this is the way it's done properly. We don't need that Saudi money. Uh, but uh, you know what? Nowadays, what do they say? Money talks.
1: Finally here, Mike. Doing. Finally here. Uh, you're a Canadian guy. Uh, both of us, we love hockey. Are you very excited? Are you very into the Panthers? Must win tonight. Well,
3: first of all, I'm not Canadian. Well, uh, oh, but yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, but yeah, you do have okay, citizenship, okay, yeah, don't
3: yeah, you? Yeah, yeah don't yeah, you have citizenship yeah. in Canada? No, 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 oh no, no, oh, okay. oh, no, no. Okay. oh no, no. I uh, British, I still have my British passport and uh, a U.S. passport, as a matter of fact. So, but uh, yeah, I, I, I am so happy for the Panthers. Yeah, so, so I said, you know, let's face it, they've got a great following of fans, but it's a smaller following of fans as opposed to the NBA. And uh and and, uh and football. Yeah, yeah, So but I if if they could win, it would be fabulous. But you you better you better get the W. You better get the W, man. Yeah, I'm super you you
1: you know every every Panther game I would have on my phone during the heat. I know. I'm I've been so into I'm so excited for tonight. Oh Uh, it's cool. Yeah, it's I wait Mike. I waited 27 years. It's (laughs) most of my life. I've waited 27 years to get back to the stanley cup final like that's that's a prison sentence you know and that's, finally i'm out of prison i can enjoy the game
3: those are the old rat days aren't of was course. that what it was in the yes. old arena yes, yeah of course like, that was before you moved that. down here yeah. of course yeah i remember seeing that stuff yeah, yeah. but the, the fans are the they got they've got great fans great, very it's dedicated it's a great
1: set de- mike if you if you've stuck with the team through these twenty seven years, you're an incredible fan. I mean, let's be serious. You know, I'll
3: tell you know, and I tell I tell all my all my American friends too that aren't into hockey. I say, listen, just go to a game. Oh yeah, sure. Go to a game. It's different. It's entirely different on TV. But you go to a game and watch what these guys are doing. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And I tell everybody, you know, I've I've done the NHL. I've I've covered all these professional sports. I says, hockey players are in the best shape of any single sport there is right now. No load management management for those guys. And no fat hockey players either. There's no fat hockey players, I mean, except me. Uh, But uh, that's it. But I I love the hockey. So I I wish them nothing but the best. I really do.
1: Mike, this was fun. I appreciate you hanging out with us this morning, man.
3: I just love seeing that face again. I miss miss you you being right beside me, man. Thank um, you. It's been a while. It's been a while, but anytime you want to talk, you got my number. Just give me a shout, pal. Awesome. Thank and, you. I'm glad and, you're doing and, well. And go Heat Nation.
1: Great job, Mike. Thank you. Cheers. Excellent job by Mike Inglis. We'll get him on again. And Mike's out there. I don't know if he mentioned it there. He lives in Ohio now. That's right. That's where his daughter is and his, and his, uh, his granddaughter is. Mike lives out there in Ohio, just living that retirement life. Excellent job by him. And of course, don't forget, all guests on Zaslo Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of Zazlow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. Our newest sponsor on Zaslo Show 2.0, so thrilled to have them aboard, the official car dealership of Zaslo Show 2.0, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're in the market for a new car, maybe you can't decide where to go. I'm sending you to the only car dealership I personally endorse, the only one you're going to hear on Zazlow Show 2.0, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You walk in the showroom doors, you're going to get a member of the sales team immediately help navigate you in the right direction. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models on the market. We're talking the Outback, Crosscheck, Forrester, Ascent, WRX, All the best and newest Subarus are available at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. If you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV for the family, or you just want a reliable Subaru sedan for your daily commute, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru is where you need to be. They have the perfect model for you. And don't forget the North Fort Lauderdale Subaru promise. Guaranteed most money for your trade. Three-day exchange policy. Out the door in 90 minutes or less after you say yes. 100% credit approval, lifetime vehicle warranty. That's right. North Fort Lardo Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. North Fort Lardo Subaru, NFL Subaru.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Yes, big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm talking about. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. Water Cleanup of Florida, licensed general contractor providing A to Z service. They will tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. All right, first up, big deal or not a big deal. There was a moment in the game last night. I think it was the third quarter. And Mike Breen, who is the best? Mike Breen very uh, amusingly pointed out the Jokic brothers, who, again, look like they're straight out of Eastern Promises. The Jokic brothers are getting into it with some fans here in their section. Very funny, very cute, right? I'm, I'm so over the attitude toward the Jokic brothers. They're thugs, all right? They're thugs who in the crowd if 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 Nikola is being booed, if somebody's saying something, if a player, we've seen this. If a player is mixing up with Jokic, the Jokic brothers have to be held back from running onto the floor. They're thugs. It's not funny. It's not cute. Somebody's going to get hurt. And here's, here's something no one else seemingly wants to say. I'll say it. If Nikola Jokic was black, and his brothers were big black dudes who were constantly mixing up with fans and looking like a melee is about to break out, do you feel like it'd be treated like it was cute? It's not cute. They're thugs. It's a big deal to me. I, I can't stand these guys. Somebody's got to point it out. You want to talk, ah, not everything's race, not everything's white and black. I'm sorry. You're crazy if you think Nikola Djokic was black. If everyone would think his brothers and and, and all the the yelling uh, that they do in the crowd, if you thought that that was as cute. It wouldn't be. It's ridiculous. They're thugs. Big deal or not a big deal. All right. So John Kruk, former Philadelphia Philly, He's a, he's a color analyst on Phillies television. How about this from yesterday? Yesterday or two days ago. This isn't a blowout. This is a one nothing game with the Phillies. And here is John Cruck, who apparently is a huge pro wrestling fan. They're doing an advertisement for Peacock Network, WWE Money in the Bank coming up later this month. And here's John Cruck explaining what Money in the Bank is.
3: Without having Marty or Mike Miller here, what was, what is a ladder? So
1: they have two
4: briefcases, one for women and one for men, and you wrestle. You can use a ladder as a weapon, but you, the winner has to climb up and get the briefcase off a hook. And the ladder's like, you know, like a 15 foot ladder, and gotcha. it's like it's, you know, like a step stool. And I mean, these guys fly off those things, and the women are are just as physical as the men are in those things. Rhea Ripley might be my favorite wrestler right now. All
3: right. Torkelson draws a walk. Now what happens when you get the brief kiss?
4: Well, then you can cash it in against any champion you want at any time, and you become the champion. Hmm. So, like, it's like, let's say if two guys are having a heck of a match, and it's brutal and or women whatever you know and it's a brutal hard-fought physical match whoever has the money in the bank can just come out when that match is over Stay here i want to cash it in
3: well castellanos makes the catch on the mayton fly ball
1: i love it you know i love it that's a big deal john Cruck loves rhea ripley i mean come on I, I love her too oh my god she's so good she's really hot anyway john Cruck loves wwe you know that's a big deal i love it Big deal or not a big deal? The Marlins, speaking of baseball, how about winners of six in a row and a second consecutive sweep? They swept the Athletics, like you should. They swept the Royals, like you should. They are now seven games over 500 they They're 35 and 35-28. They're, they're one of the top teams in the National League. That's a big deal. I, I mean, how about the Marlins? Now, look, it hurts the Panthers, the Heat, and now even the messy stuff, but really the Panthers and Heat. So you're not going to get crowds at Lone Depot Park but when the and Panthers wrap it up uh, we may need to start turning our attention to the Marlins that's a big deal big deal or not a big deal Lionel Messi we know he's coming into Miami and it was officially confirmed when yesterday he sat down with one of the Argentinian I believe one of the Argentinian news outlets here is Lionel Messi making the announcement himself
4: eh
2: la decisión de que que a ir a Miami y camino That is awesome.
1: That that's a big deal. Man, I wonder what he said. But that's a that's a big deal right there. Finally, big deal or not a big deal. So, we know there have been Dalvin Cook, Miami Dolphins rumors out there, right? Dolphins are definitely not trading for. him. Like I I don't believe that at all. People will say that a trade was close. They're negotiating. No, they're not trading for Dalvin Cook. But it appears Dalvin Cook's about to be released by the Minnesota Vikings. And if Dalvin Cook is released by the Vikings, yeah, that's a big deal. It would appear that he wants the Dolphins. The Dolphins, if they can get him at a reasonable price, they should absolutely... Look, Dolphins are clearly all in. Trading the draft picks, they are all in. So if Dalvin Cook is released, that's a big deal. You hope the Dolphins go scoop him up. And that right there... Courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, or go to wcufl.com. It's a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! All right! Look, got a shake-off last night. No other way to put it. The Panthers need us tonight. Cannot be moping around all throughout the day. We got to shake-off last night and get fired up for tonight. Stanley Cup Finals. First time in 27 years are here in South Florida. I think we're getting a major effort from the Panthers. Can we start the show tomorrow on a Miami Heat game day? Game four, looking to tie the series at two apiece. Can we start tomorrow's show coming off of a Panther win, getting back in the Stanley Cup final series? That's what I'm talking about. Thanks to everybody who helped put together the show today. Your hard work is always appreciated. We'll talk to you on Zazzlo show 2.0 tomorrow